0: Jeffrey Grossenbach, Ruby on Rails Podcast here at South by Southwest talking to Alex Payne and Jack Dorsey of Twitter. Now, I've used Twitter and I still have
1: to ask, what is it? It's it's a site that constantly asks one question, maybe annoyingly so, what are you doing? And you answer that question by your phone, by the web, or by I am. And you also get the answers from your friends to that to that question on those same devices. Or by RSS
2: or by an API, XML, JSON. Basically if, if you want if you want to ask or answer that question, whatever format you want, we can probably deliver it. There are so many ways.
0: Now, where did the idea come from originally? Obvious was doing audio, podcasting, aggregation site, and Mm -hmm. was this just a side project,
1: or was it going to be originally expected to be as popular as this? It was an idea I've had for a long time, and I I was fascinated a long time ago. So it was your idea? It was my idea, yeah. A long time ago, I was an early adopter to um, LiveJournal, and I loved the Friends page. I loved that I could read all of my Friends in one aggregated page and i also love the concept of I am chat status and just the simplicity of that yes how people will just change yes, yes. to broadcast whatever they yeah but i really wanted to set that away from the computer because the, the the message the statuses when you're at the computer are not that interesting because you're sitting at the computer i mean what what else could you be doing you could be listening to music but it's okay so i wanted some way to update that but the technology just wasn't there and i went to work for odeo about two years ago and we were kind of looking around for, for other things to do and I presented the idea. We're an audio company so there's a conceptual leap. We're trying to kind of, how does it, how does this fit into audio? Is it, is it going to be, are we going to send like MMS messages and like voices? What, we're asking the question on the phone. But we fell in love with SMS. We just started using it constantly. So we pitched the idea. I was given the go-ahead and I took another programmer by the name of Florian Weber, who was on Rails Core and we knocked it out in two weeks and showed the company, and everyone fell in love with it. We decided to, to really push ahead and, and get get going with the carriers as well. Now, of course, we're at a technology
0: conference, so maybe this is a little inflated, but it seems to be very popular. People love it. Did you expect it to be
1: that popular, and why do you think it is? I expected it to be pretty popular. I think the concept is very strong. I think it's something that people really want to do. As far as the popularity here, we, we had most of the people that attend this conference, especially the interactive, we already on Twitter. We we have a, a great hold on on the bloggers and the, and the people attending this conference, and they've done an amazing job spreading it to their friends. Some will only communicate with their friends now through twitter so that that's helped us that was surprising to me i have to say i've only been using maybe a, m- a couple weeks
0: or a month and but to see people have conversations with each other via their mm. twitter messages mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now alex you're one of the developers what's the team like that develops and maintains twitter how many people are working on that right now well i'm a
2: fairly recent addition to the team i was uh, on contract since earlier this year and I just recently um, decided to come on full-time and move out from D.C. To, to San Francisco. But it's a it's a great little team. As far as Rails developers, there is a full-time, I'd say, Blaine, myself, we have uh, a new addition in the form of uh, a guy named Britt who runs a little site called userscripts.org. He's a very talented programmer. And uh, Jack, I would say, is still like maybe half to three-quarter times uh, on the, on the Rails. A little bit, so, yeah. um, and of course, it, w- it was awesome coming on while Florian was still helping out with the site because being on the core team he's got some really interesting code that that's in subversion
0: to, to check out so that it was cool working with him for a little while now you've got so many ways for information to come in to the site obviously the fact that it's pervasively present on your phone and not only can you submit but you can also receive notifications on your phone was that hard to implement that whole process and take data from so many different
1: locations it started off very easy because we only focused on the phone. Most of these SMS aggregators go through just an XML post. When we when we added uh, Jabber, it became much more complicated. And we're doing some interesting things with Jabber. First of all, like the, we have one bot on our G Talk account, which has potentially thousands of friends. So there are some scaling problems, and and actually, Blaine Blaine Cook is back at home working on the scaling problems right now, and he's done some awesome work with really thinking of Jabber in a new way and thinking of it as API and thinking of it as more, more connection. So Twitter has become more of a very sophisticated message routing system. That's how we're approaching the problem right now and we're, we're trying to figure out how to, how to scale that.
0: For me, I've worked on a couple apps where we wanted to receive email, and I think we really need the Jeffrey Zeldman of email standards, because definitely there are standards out there, but people aren't following it, especially phone companies. They can just implement it however they want to and change it every couple of weeks and add their extra little graphics on there. It may may be a little simpler, because you're just working with the text and and none of the other attachments or graphics.
1: Have you had struggles with that? Or does it make it easier the fact that it's just text? Making it just text is very easy, but we're pushing a lot of text, so, and and we're pushing it across multiple devices, and and so yeah, it's it's been difficult. And
2: internationalization has been uh, a nightmare. Uh, getting getting everything in your stack to make sure that it's all talking UTF-8 properly seems rudimentary. It seems like you know you just set the flags and and you're good. It's not. There's going to be something in your stack that trips you up. <laughs> In our case, it was our SMS provider sending uh, Latin one and not really telling us that, and and it took it took Blaine some incredible reverse debugging to, to figure that out. So that's text
0: can be simple, but it's not stupid simple. Bouncing around technical to social design topics here, but it seems that maybe it started out very one way. What are you doing? But people are using it two way and and chatting with each other, do you have any intention to change the way that it works to make it accommodate those different kinds of uses, or is it good enough as is and people just modify it the way that they want to use it?
1: We're, we're definitely very aware of how people use it, and we, we want to keep listening and, and modify to their needs. One of the most recent examples of that is we've noticed a lot of people start their messages with the at symbol and then a username. So Blaine put in support for recognizing that someone's writing the at, use, at symbol, the username and then it'll actually link back to the original update that that person was referring to so you see such and such you know i'm really enjoying these new pants
2: and that was you know in reply to you know this other this other user and it's not just that simple there's a couple other formats that you can structure then you can say username colon you can say username space and it'll it'll try to figure it out
0: how about filtering? Are you trying to do any kind of censoring or clean up as content comes through or is it just raw whatever's posted
1: It's raw right now. We have a mark as an explicit flag for admins. Um, we'd like that to open that up to users we want We want our users to um, kind of police the site a bit more but much much like the Flickr model that would, that would be our inspiration.
0: Another thing that's been hot in the last couple of weeks, weeks, ID. do you see that as being a big deal for Twitter, or does the
1: fact that there are multiple ways to use it make that less of an issue? We're definitely looking into it. We've had some conversations. We're definitely interested in, in implementing that.
2: A big concern is A, the, the sign-up workflow. And I know sites like Magnolia have done an awesome job of, you know, you, you need to tell Magnolia a lot more than just your domain name to, to work on that site. So they collect that um, when when you first use your open ID. And we'd like to do something similar, but we also need to set up some form of old style password-based authentication for developers for the API. They kind of still need a traditional account. You can't you can't off Uh, Everything with with OpenID, not easily
0: anymore. That's a good point. So OpenID is not, or at least currently, isn't going to be as good for APIs because it's made to work with browsers or things that can be redirected off to other sites to come back with a proper cookie or all that. It's a little cumbersome, yeah. Well, definitely an engaging product. I saw people out there. You've got big HD TV screens with Twitter messages floating across, and People just standing there. I don't know f- for
1: how long, just reading the messages. Oh yeah, our, our flash developer Ray has has done an amazing job with the visualizer. Oh, so that's just a big flash. That's, that's one one big flash widget. Anyone can see it if you go to southbysouthwest.twitter.com. You can bring it up on your on your computer, and it's 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 beautiful. And people do stare and just it's kind of it's kind of soothing. It's it's almost like an aquarium. Well, thanks guys. Good luck with Twitter. Thank you. Thanks.
0: Ruby on Rails podcast is sponsored by Peepcode Screencasts. Free episodes for your Ruby user group and a new site design. Check it out at peepcode.com.